Welcome to a teaser episode of this week's Datology Coach podcast. To listen to the full episode, subscribe to our Substack at datologycoach.substack.com. Look for a link in the episode description to subscribe at 20% off. Happy Wednesday, Nuggets. Thank you guys so much for the comments and the messages and the DMs uh, about Pepper and Nike. Um, losing two in a couple of weeks hit me pretty hard. I needed a couple days, but we are back on track. And we're going to start this nugget episode off with a letter from a listener. Since we're in the topic lately of weeding out men and dating PTSD, how do you cope with the fear that the person you're with isn't who they were in the beginning as the relationship progresses? I don't have a great track record with the guys I've been with before. I also am a huge perfectionist, meaning self-critical and have depression. It seems like guys I have been involved with in some way never think I'm their dream person. They always want to change something about me. My last boyfriend was so emotionally abusive and encouraged me to lose weight, even though I was healthy. For Christmas that year, while I was a broke college student, I got him a nice gift that sent me into overdraft in my bank account. In return, all I got was a Fitbit inside a Tiffany's shopping bag. Years after we broke up, I lost about 40 pounds and I became obsessed with monitoring my weight. It was so bad, even just gaining a couple of pounds sent me into tears. I also had an ex who told me I didn't meet his intelligence standards. I'm at a point where I feel like I need to accept that if I get into a relationship, it's going to be abusive in some way and I have to endure it. This is a touchy subject for me and I've resorted to being single for years because any dating interaction with men is negative. I've tried modifying my behavior in all the ways women are told to and still no luck. I'm frustrated and heartbroken that I may never have a wedding one day. My friends brag constantly about the nice things their boyfriends do for them, and it makes me feel like crap. I know I'd make an amazing partner, as I have a lot to offer. How do I break this cycle of feeling like a negative outcome is my destiny? So let's first tackle the idea that um, the, the fear of how do I know if someone is going to change for the worst um, as a relationship progresses. And the first thing to realize is that most of us, if not all of us, change as a relationship progresses. You know, we're all the best versions of ourselves in the beginning. And that has a lot. And, and even if we aren't, we're that's how we see the other person because we're so, there's that euphoric stage that takes over and it's all the oxytocin that makes us very, very trusting and, and it blinds us to to real issues. So, um, understand that most people are going to change. You know, we, what ends up happening as the relationship progresses and we become comfortable that, uh, that sing secret single behavior that Carrie Bradshaw talked about, that's, that starts to leak out. Like maybe you don't put the cap back on the toothpaste. Maybe you snore. Uh, maybe, um, you're, you're late for a lot of things. That stuff starts to come out. Or it was always there and you just overlooked it because you were in that euphoric phase. So this happens, right? The trick here is how do you predict whether or not someone is going to change um, for the worst? You know, we all change, but it's more like it. We 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 uh, we let our guard down. We we become we become more authentic. So that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about how do we know if someone's wearing a mask in the beginning? That's, that's I, th I think, the, the question that you're asking. So for me, 
the way to tell if someone's being disingenuous in the beginning is if things are going too well. And I don't mean they're treating you with courtesy and respect and they're kind. No, that's bare minimum. I mean, they're going overboard because see people do that. We've all heard about love bombing. They do that to dazzle you, to keep you distracted. And, and well, they, they don't realize it. I'm sure they don't understand what's going on chemically. They're doing it so that you you'll become dependent on it so that when they pull away and they typically do, or when their behavior changes and it's, and it's slight, it's subtle. It's that you'll start to, and they, they, you're no longer producing that, that much dopamine. You're going to crave it and you're going to crave it so much that you cave and you do whatever they want or you allow them to treat you however they want. Another thing to do is watch them when they don't think anybody's looking. I can remember a story from a woman who said that uh, the guy she was dating was over her house and she was, she was somewhere else. She was somewhere near the living or whatever. And her dog hopped up on the couch and the guy pushed the dog off the couch and not like a no, 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 but more of like a shove. These little things pay attention to how do they react? How do they treat people? Watch them interact with other people try to get uh, as much access to them interacting with other people you know go to restaurants watch them deal with with um, service people people on the front lines just watch them interact with other people and and see how they treat them pay attention to how do they talk about other people that you have sort of um that your brain considers like that that your brain recognizes it's not a coincidence that you're self-critical and you attract men who are critical because you see that as as normal because you criticize yourself so you think well i mean i'm very critical of myself and i'm you know i always think i'm doing stuff wrong and i so it i mean if if they're saying it then then that makes sense like that jives they're criticizing me and i criticize me That's why you're, it's not a coincidence that you've gotten into a couple of relationships where it's very similar behavior. And it's because your, your brain recognizes it and says, I know how to navigate this, even though it's shitty behavior, which is not your fault. Your brain's like, but I, but I recognize it, but I know it. And so we're going to stick with this because it's safe. One point I need that is critical to make is men who treat People, specifically women in this way where they think they need to lose weight or you're not my intellectual equal, whatever. Um, They're doing that for one of two reasons. One, they're sabotaging themselves and no one's going to be good enough for them. Everybody they date, they're going to try and change because they're either sabotaging themselves or because they're pushing that person's boundaries and need to see how far will that person go to gain my approval because they're looking for somebody who will go to great lengths to get their partner to like them because those people, those people are easy to manipulate. So please understand those men, they're doing this to every woman they date. It's not about you. It's not something about you that they think, Ugh, I just, this is just such an unattractive quality. Nah, nope. They're just trying to see how far they can push you or 
they're just uh, emotionally unavailable and coming up with excuses for why they can't be with somebody. Oh, I mean, we're not really on the same level intellectually, whatever. What a, I just hate pretentious douchebags like that. But they, they, they look for and they find quote unquote flaws to justify not becoming, not being emotionally vulnerable and, 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 and emotionally intimate with another person. 